Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. And you're good to go. You can listen to the radio station anywhere, and you can listen to Mark and Neanderthal on demand in the not-too-distant near future when we have something worthy of being on demand, such as a story of a guy in uh, in Japan. I don't understand why this happens, but the headline is interesting uh, in that it says 39-year-old man dated 35 women to collect birthday presents, and he was arrested for it. <laughs> Japanese man accused of dating nearly three dozen women in order to collect as many birthday presents as possible. 39-year-old Takashi Miyagawa was arrested in Osaka, Japan, for defrauding 35 women. And that's, a, that's I guess... Lying about your relationships or, no, or being, I, I mean, at what point is that fraud? I saw it's not something. not a business thing. No, and I saw something about that. He got $1,400 worth of gifts, which if you divide the 35 into 1400 it comes out to about 40 bucks per it, person. Sure. If you do some of the math here, he, they said 35 girlfriends? He 35, had, okay, yeah. He's dating 35. If you want to buy a birthday present for somebody who's only got time to see you once every five weeks, which is what it would be, right? Five times seven? I guess, 35 sure. days? If you want to do that, that's your business. I don't, I, I don't understand why the guy was arrested, other than being insane, trying to carry on a life like that. But Well, the Japanese are very efficient. <laughs> historically. You would have to be very efficient. Historically workaholics. Because, you know, 35, 35 women, if you want to see one a day, that's 35 days. That's not a is that a relationship? Is that a relationship I, I mean, where you'd owe somebody a birthday present or feel like you should get them something? How he met his girlfriends? Um he was a showerhead salesman. <laughs> no, he was not. Yes, he was. He was a shower. A showerhead <laughs> salesman. Low pressure or high pressure? I you know. <laughs> are you lonely? <laughs> So now we know. So now we know what the women were doing the other four weeks in between visits from Takashi Miyagawa. I didn't know that part of the story that he was a shower head salesman. I didn't know. It's almost when you say that, it almost sounds like there couldn't even be such a thing. But of course, there are shower head salesmen and women. Are there? Yeah. I don't. So you know, so John, you John Candy was a shower curtain ring salesman in planes and trains and automobiles. Yeah, so. it's so uh, so uh, thirty. Nine-year-old Takashi Miyagawa, 35 counts of fraud. <laughs> I tip my soap dish to yeah. him. Good I for do. you. Good for you. What? But he still shouldn't have been. I don't understand the arrest. What's I don't even well, fraud. How is that fraud? It's not, not fraud. Like he, it's not like he like if he got them to buy shower heads and then didn't deliver, that's fraud. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, lying to a girl, as scummy as it might be, it's misleading. Yeah, but it's is it fraud? I mean, I don't, I don't understand Japanese law, so maybe it is in, I, in Japan. I, I always thought you had to play guitar to get chicks. I didn't know you had to sell, sell shower heads That's easy by for you the to seashore. Say. <laughs> well done. This would normally be a time on a Tuesday where we would do Mark and the <clears throat> coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes. But, you know, we're, we're a little tired of coronavirus. Agreed. And, We've uh, had enough coronavirus, I yeah. think, after a year and a half. So we, we looked around for another story that was happening right now that we could kind of update you on. And we, I think we've settled on one. Sure. We'll call this the um, Mark and Neander Paul Arizona third recount update. With jokes. Yeah. So what we'll do is, is, you know, give you the scoop on what's going on at the Coliseum where it's been rented out for 
again, the third recount of the presidential vote in Arizona six months ago. So the question you're asking yourself is, why, what's the point of a third recount of the presidential election? I mean, we've already recounted twice and found out that there was no fraud in the election. Senate President Karen Fan says the goal of the audit is to identify whether fraudulent votes were cast in the election. <clears throat> That's why they're doing this. Yes. So, Mark, yeah. did you know that my father was a magician? I did not know your father was a magician. Yes, he could turn a six-pack of Schlitz into domestic violence. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What? Oh, oh my. There's humor in truth, right? All righty then. Uh, Let's see here. Ken Bennett, former Arizona Secretary of State, who uh, has been hired by the Cyber Ninjas. The what? The Cyber Ninjas, (laughs) which is the group doing this third recount of our votes. Uh, He says there's no reason to be concerned with security procedures at the Coliseum, despite one of the TV station reporters walking in an open door and getting access to boxes of ballots with nobody else around. Or auditors being seen using the wrong colored pen, which may not sound like much, but it's actually something that can contaminate the ballots. No reason to worry. No, don't worry about that. Hey, uh, how are opinions like buttholes? How are opinions like buttholes? Well, yeah, everybody has one, and some people share them with strangers on the internet. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Several nonpartisan election experts across the country have called into the question the legitimacy of this audit because of the lack of clear procedures, the lack of proper funding, and time to do it right. Well, if they want to nitpick. (laughs) (laughs) My question is, if this audit does find that there's some issues and that there was voter fraud, will then the audit be audited? Probably. This policy and procedure will probably lather, rinse, and repeat until September 2024, when everybody just goes, okay, we're getting ready for the for the election two months away. Ridiculous. You know, Mark, despite my ex-wife having celiac disease, she kept on eating bread. Really? Yeah, I guess you could say she was a gluten for punishment. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And that is your Mark and Neander Paul Arizona election recount for the third time. <laughs> Update with, with votes. Jokes. With jokes. <laughs> with what? Votes. <laughs> so here's the story. Okay. Uh, this woman in, in Norma, Oklahoma rented Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, from a video store back in 2001. I can't believe that movie didn't win Best Picture that year. Unbelievable. What a ripoff. Wasn't that a TV show? Uh, It was both. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'll believe you. Yeah. No, it's trained to Busan good, Sabrina the Teenage is Witch. It, it's just, it, oh, it's I'm, art. I'm Googling it right now. That's how. Un- I think that's Melissa Joan Hart, I think, is the, the star of that. But this All woman right. rented the movie. 
and then apparently never returned it. Now, she says she doesn't remember renting it. She was living with another man who had daughters at the time and says he may have rented it for her on her account and blah, blah, blah. The upshot of this whole thing is the business closed in 2008. She just found out that she has an outstanding felony embezzlement charge against her because they filed charges because she hadn't returned the video. So let me get this straight. My head's not working here. You said that not returning a VHS tape can lead to an embezzlement charge? Which sounds weird because she didn't work for the store. You'd have to yeah, be working I mean, wouldn't, there. Wouldn't she have so, to be... But embe- theft I'm guessing embezzlement is, is some sort of theft that would deny the company profit in the future. I, yeah, I guess I mean, so. I don't, yeah. I don't know, the, I don't know yeah. the, the technical definition of embezzlement. I'm not a lawyer, but I do have friends that are. And it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Embezzlement... I mean, and you know, if that's the case, then I have a Tracy Lords movie that... Is all kinds of illegal on did several you, well, levels. Yes, but you paid for it, though. Or no, I did not. Well, no, I did not. My uncle's store. I, I, uh, I borrowed it from the uncle's okay. store when I we had understand. a convenience store and never returned it. All right. So not only is it embezzlement, but it's embezzlement. Yes. So this is weird, though. The weirdest part to me, it says, over the last 20 years, her last name is McBride. She okay. says, over the last 20 years, McBride said she's been let go from several jobs without being given a reason why. Now, she says, it all makes sense. Right, yes. It's the embezzlement of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch VHS from 30 years ago. Yeah, but... What, That's the reason why your entire life professionally has become a shambles. But she says that she never, she was never given a reason... I, would you ever get fired and not find out why? Uh, well, I mean, typically, when they don't give you a reason, you just see a letter that says, Neanderthal is no longer employed by KSLX. We wish him well in his future yeah, endeavors. Yeah, but they got to tell you why you're being fired. I don't think so. I don't think they have to tell you. But don't... Wouldn't you want to know, though? Well, yes, I would want to know. If somebody and, and comes I, up today and says you're fired, you'd be like, why? I was fired from the radio station that I worked in in Kansas City, and I asked why, and the program director's answer was, we've decided to make a change. And that's the answer. Okay, and but, that's, but, a, but, that's but a catch-all. But, but at why, least yeah, why, why at, least, at least you attempted. Yeah. Well, that was my... That was, I, don't, I can't understand why. Did she not... She never once asked why she was being fired from no. any of those jobs. No, it's ever. She, she goes, only now does it make sense, she says, without being given a reason why. Hey, Wes. Good morning, Wes. Have you ever been fired from a job? Um, oh, that's no, not I Wes. Have not. Thanks, now, Wes. Now, if you were fired from a job, would you want to know why? Yes. You wouldn't just leave the job without checking into <laughs> that, would you? No, I would not. Right. All right. That was yeah, that, that was somebody else. That, Wes, so now, Wes, sorry about that. We didn't mean to, Wes, to, you, to assuage your gender. You've been fired? <laughs> UPS. About three months. About October. The, the, the past October. Wow. Did you bother to find out why? Well, that was the first question. Yeah, why, why are you firing me, man? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. Thank you, Wes. That was fresh. <laughs> that was fresh, wasn't it? Only a, a three-month-old one. Yeah. You know, I can just tell by the tone of his voice. It was like he was going to throw. <laughs> hey, man, why are you firing him? Well, you want to go? Yeah. So at least, I, you know, and why he was fired is, is between Wes and the company. But. Right. Exactly. But this woman, I, the idea that she, is it possible? Like, are we at that point in our life where we can blame our entire adult life of being a failure on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Because is there a lawsuit there that could happen? By the way, I did look up the movie, um, and the cast is interesting. A young Ryan Reynolds is in that movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I, assuming her whole life has been a failure is a, is a big assumption, but I still well, am she, How many jobs did she get fired from? Uh, she says several. Several. So, well, that's, not, that's, a, that's, that's probably three. And again, even one would be too many to walk. Am, am I crazy here? No, I would think you always find out why you got fired, right? Yeah, it's not unreasonable yeah. to want to know why you got fired. Yeah, you know, you're like, sure, I stole all that stuff. 
but I just want to know that I got caught doing it. I want to know that it's not for something else. Yeah. You know, sometimes they just, you know, we've, we've decided to make a change. It's yeah. illegal. And all they have to do is tell you we've decided to fire you, especially in a right to work state. They can just do that for anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. 480-470-KSLX is the number, not only for the, the firing thing, but, you know, if you have a, an old VHS tape from like a blockbuster <laughs> or something, definitely be curious about that. Yeah, I'd love to know what it is. So uh, a lot of a lot of reaction to the story of the the woman in Oklahoma who rented a a video of Sabrina the Teenage Witch years ago, and just found out she has felony embezzlement charges because she never returned it, and you know she was fired from several jobs and she was like I never knew why and maybe this is why they were checking my record or something like that. I would uh, assume somebody would have would have told her that that you know, I know. Like she wouldn't have passed a background check or something like that. If you've got a felony embezzlement charge, that would be to me. Huge red flag to hire somebody <laughs> yes, of your exactly. business. I mean, I mean, it's like, what, is there anything that you've done in your past that precludes you? Well, embezzlement is probably the worst business crime you can possibly participate in. Well, it's one of them, certainly, because yeah. you're part of the team, supposedly, and then you go and do something like that, and you embezzle. So th- that's an interesting story you had. I have a similar story back in college. Um, so this is like 1993. I was working at a pizza joint, and a cop walks up, and he asked my name, and he arrests me. And I'm like, what the? And he wouldn't tell me. He go to the courthouse and finds out uh, the year before my former roommate had rented out Mario Brothers 3, <laughs> didn't return it, and moved back to Washington. <laughs> Wait, what, was so that the one with Captain that. Lou Albano in it? I don't remember. It was uh, I think it was the first one that had the raccoon suit, and you had to fight the big fire train at the end. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking about the game, not the movie. Right, right. Super Mario Brothers three. Right. So I had to. Pay, I got arrested at work. I had to go pay. It was fifty dollars. The judge was like, "Is this real?" I'm like, "I guess so," and I paid it. So flash forward two years ago, I had to get an FBI fingerprint card. It was still on my record. Did you ever run into the roommate again? No, I haven't. I, I I know his name. I you know I keep meaning to like look him up on Facebook and He's got some retribution like heading his way. Yeah, you have you have every right now. You've earned and purchased the right to hit him in the head with a mallet. <laughs> I believe so. It's like yeah. twelve slaps on one side of the face or something. Mm-hmm. I get it. Right. That's a great I mean, story. You, know, you have to be very careful there because you could be charged with a hate crime. <laughs> slapping slapping Italian plumbers is a, <laughs> is a problem right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So beware with the uh, non-returned videotapes. Okay. So here's, I, I guess this this now begs the question, yeah. what transgression from your past has haunted you and that you found out about that kept you from getting a job or some sort of an opportunity? Yeah, like things that keep popping up what here and there. What weird transgression or... from your past? Like, for example, I was arrested oh. in Boston um, for speeding. And I found out it wasn't for speeding. It was for uh, a bench warrant on a, a, a expired plate sticker violation from like 15 years prior. I had gone all the way around the country, moved back to Boston, got pulled over and arrested. And the cop couldn't tell me why I was being arrested. It was from an old bench warrant that I didn't even know that I had because I didn't know there was a court date attached to this fine. I'm trying to think of something like something on your credit report or my, my credit report specifically that would have popped up here and there where it's like, oh, my God, is that still on there? I figure I, I solved that. Already. Right. At least I thought I had that kind of thing. Um, I got something going on with the state now where I owe them 12 cents. <laughs> we should get into that. Yeah, at that some point we'll stupid. get into that because it's insane. But 
Um, they, you know, cost them more to send me the letters every yeah. time. Well, if you have a transgression that you were involved in in the past um, that is still haunting you or it came back to haunt you, I would love to hear that. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about uh, stupid and, and and a double dose of it on your two for Tuesday. It's the Mark and the Interpol dumbasses of the day. Yeah, forty six year old Sybil Billy let herself fall under the spell. Well, she has two first names. It's easy yep. to do that. You can be confused. She, Sybil has multiple first names. She does. She fell under the spell. The spell of cocaine. Yeah. Oh two. no. Yep. Nose candy. Hell, hell Flake, drop, dust. Yep. yep. Things got so bad that Olivia and marching powder. Yeah, you got it. Gak. Sybil from Colonial Heights, Virginia, started doing it at work. Oh, no. very bad. Yeah. It all came to a head last Wednesday when a superior noticed how strange Sybil was acting and suspecting drug use called police. Wait a minute, cocaine act makes you act strange? Yeah, it can. Oh boy. Yep. Police came. They found cocaine in Sybil's desk. She was arrested right there on the spot. Oh, boy. One positive, though, is that the uh, the kindergarten, kindergarten class that Sybil teaches was at recess. Oh, that's good. So oh. they didn't have to watch her being yeah. hauled off into the police cruiser. Well, look, I, I That's I know. a positive. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, I yeah. mean, look, you're an optimist, and I appreciate you finding the good in every story. Mm-hmm. Silver lining, if you will. Yep. And in the city of Nanaimo in Canada's British Columbia province. Is it Nanaimo or Nanaimo? It's Nanaimo. Okay, I didn't know. How do I know? Uh, A group of men were standing around a fire this past Wednesday. It was a fire that's burning in a barrel. You know, it's sometimes a good way to get rid of stuff. Yeah, it's a good way to hear doo-wop music in Philadelphia back in the 40s. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, The men had been drinking, and as they tossed items into the fire, one of them wondered aloud what would happen if they poured gunpowder into the barrel. Hmm. Hmm. Hold my tuborg. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm being foolish when I assume that everyone knows the answer to that or at least has a general idea well, of what's going to happen. Well, I mean, uh, we Boom, did. Boom, fire. Yeah, and, I know. mean, I've, I've seen the occasional Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah. I kind of know how this ends. Yep. Yeah, it's a true hold my beer moment. Mm-hmm. One of the men did it. Uh, he didn't lose his hand. But he did suffer burns and injuries to his hand. Medical personnel and police had to be called. Uh, and by the way, for a bonus, while police were there, they found and dismantled an illegal still that was on the property. Is there is such a thing as an illegal still in Canada? Must be. Did they get away with just saying sorry? <laughs> no, they did not. Oh. No. The old barrel fire gone wrong. And the old kindergarten teacher gone wild. We got a couple of them today, both Mark and Neanderthal, dumbasses of the day. Hey, I think those are two beautiful stories you just told. And they're sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson at 159th Avenue in McDowell in Goodyear. It's now open. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking about being in the grocery store and hearing 10th Avenue freeze out from Bruce Springsteen. You know, I hadn't heard that in a long time. I was like, hey, we're getting kind of a deep track here on the grocery store sound system. Right. Somebody else emailed me and said, you know, they had heard Tom Petty's You Don't Know How It Feels and The Stones, Angie, the day before that. I've heard Whitesnake. I've heard, I've heard yeah. Scorpions and things yeah. like that. It's just a point being, you know, those songs that used to be so scary to our parents. Yeah are now just in the background of all kinds of stuff. For instance, the once accused of being satanic band ACDC um, 
is now, I mean, let's see, which one do you want to play? Yeah. This is not the song. It's it's a commercial. And I was surprised because it goes for a long time. Oh. And I said to myself, are they going to use lyrics at all? All you're seeing is food being splashed onto plates and things like that right now. Yeah. And they do start talking at a certain point about their dishes and things like that. They really don't. Applebee's so. Irresistibles are back. Applebee's Irresistibles. So that's eating good in the neighborhood. That's it. It's two sentences. It's a 30-second commercial. 24 of it is taken up with ACDC music yep. only. Two sentences. Yeah. And you say to yourself, well, was, I mean, that that's pretty good. That's 30 seconds, right? They've got another one that goes for a minute. That's and they're no using ordinary steak. Yeah. <laughs> that's Applebee's hand-cut sirloin getting juicy over split American oak. And that's ACDC getting paid and in the background. Drippings. Yeah. Wow. The I forgot about that one. Yeah. I forgot they're, about they're, rock they're, and roll ain't yeah. noise pollution. Yeah. I it's, mean, Applebee's, uh, they're, they're paying good in the neighborhood. Yeah, they and must be, ACDC yeah. is like, yeah, we'll take that. What the hell? Yeah. Well, you know, we, you know how many times we've done stories about bands that have sold their catalogs? You know, yeah. you hear these guys that are selling yeah. their publishing. Uh, Neil Young did it. Bob Dylan did it. Motley Crue did it. And you say to yourself, well, why would somebody pay $300 million or so for some band's catalog of music? And they go, well, you put it in commercials. You got, there you go. This isn't even a Motley Crue hit. This is an album track. It's not even a good song. Turn your dish dodgers into helping hands. <laughs> your toothpaste tyrant into a responsible rinser. What is this? It's for Delta Dish Dodgers Faucet. That's for a faucet. Cat. Wow. It's for a Delta Faucet. It's a song from Motley Crue called Time for Change. Wow. That you don't even know. Yeah, that I we don't, don't even, really know that song. And that's really the situation in this is they've basically taken their catalog and they've sold it. And now they don't have to pay some production company. To do that, they just grab some some album track from Motley Crue, they license it out, and then they get paid. It's not new, any of this stuff. No. We've seen it for years now. It's no, just, I remember when, when, when Van Halen did uh, Crystal Pepsi? Yeah. It was I, awful. Yep. Every once in a while, you see a commercial, though, where you're like, wow. Yeah. What's happened? How did time go by so fast? Yep. How did those songs go from scary to comfortable? Mm-hmm. To background music. All right. How much do you think Bob Seger made on the song Like a Rock oh. versus, versus the Chevy commercial the Chevy, Like a Rock? Chevy was far more high-paying, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, that, they, and they and that, that lasted for, for a long years. time, yeah. Yep. So yeah. all you need to do is write a hit, baby. And even in Motley Crue's case, you don't even have to write a hit. Paul, I think you probably remember a few weeks ago when I talked about um, being right- after sure. after a long standing disagreement with my wife about yeah. about zip codes and things like that and how how letters and packages are delivered yeah. they, they really just look at the address and the zip code not the names yeah it was a very special moment in it the show it was a very special moment yeah, for I me agree. and yep. I, I think for the the male gender in general mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah now, i mean you are uh, you're 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 flying the flag for victory for I'm us i'm trying really. to blaze a trail that's what that's i what understand I'm trying to do. sure yeah um now i think you'll also remember it was a couple of weekends ago where i had a little trouble we have a, a garbage disposal in the kitchen and there's one in the laundry room there's a sink in there what oh okay yeah so, you have a garbage disposal in the sink in the laundry room yeah that's interesting what are you dumping in that what's not, coming out of your laundry not all that much <laughs> but it's coming out of your laundry that um, needs it necessitates a garbage disposal something something happened to where that one stopped working Okay, and it's it had been not working for several months because we don't really use it that much. Man, we didn't, I didn't bother to get it fixed. Totally get it. When we had a problem with one in the kitchen, 
That's when I'm like, okay, I'll get a guy here, take care of both of them in one shot. Sure. Now, regarding the kitchen garbage disposal, I've been having an ongoing discussion with my wife Mm -hmm. for years about the kind of stuff that you should not put into the garbage disposal. Now, you remember uh, a little while back, I had that issue with my sink. It was back with the eggshells. Yeah. I was under the mistaken impression you could put eggshells down a garbage disposal. Not good. I learned that with the amount of eggs that I eat, you can put eggshells down the garbage disposal. You shouldn't put a lot of eggshells down the garbage disposal right. because it takes a while for them to break down. you got to dump vinegar down there to get the, the shells to break down in the pipes. So another item or the type of item that you – I've been preaching against putting these into the garbage disposal for years. Sort of these stringy or woody or fibrous vegetables like your, your onion skins, okay? Corn husks. Corn husks. Perfect example. Thank you. Potato peels. All right. Um, the woody part of asparagus, that type of stuff. Broccoli stems. I have, yes, I have been preaching against that for quite a while. Um, all That's the a, bold while, sta- a bold statement to take. All the while being ignored and being told garbage disposals can pretty much handle everything. Right. Well, one of them in the kitchen, like I said, had not been working. And so we called a guy to fix both of them. And as he is on his way there, I'm like... Let me take a look at this thing. So I unplugged it and I reached in and I pulled the the lip away and reached into the kitchen garbage disposal. And what do you think it was clogged with? Uh, I don't know. Stringy, ropey, woody, fibrous vegetable matter. And you know what that means, Paul? No. It means I was right. I was correct. Again? My viewpoint was the wise viewpoint, as opposed to my wife's viewpoint, which was the unwise, incorrect, wrong viewpoint. I don't know that you can see this right now, but I'm going to hold up my arm. Look at that. Those hairs are standing on end. Yeah. This is... uh, It's not only a great moment for me, I think it's a great moment for the gender. (sighs) Men... You no longer have to worry about going into arguments, knowing you're right, and then finding out only minutes later you were wrong. Hang in there. It can happen. You really are an inspiration. Thank you. You know, I didn't ask for this position. It was thrust upon me. (laughs) Your greatness. Is clear and apparent to yeah. me now. I don't know I, I why was, I would ever doubt you. Yeah, I was right. Yes. In an argument with my wife. And you certainly were. I, that's why I waited. I didn't want to be quick and rash about it. I waited a week and a half so I could review it in my mind and really understand it and get comfortable with the fact that it could happen twice within a month. All right, let's not get cocky now. <laughs> because... Because at some point, she's going to drop the hammer on you, and it's going to be... I mean, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just, I mean, for average, mm-hmm. for average, how often are you wrong in between periods of being right? Oh, let's just say uh, my percentage, I would never make the majors right. if, exactly. I, yeah. if this I'm was just, a batting yeah, average. That's all I'm saying. Uh, is, no, yeah, it would... Yeah. Uh, yeah the, I mean, celebrate the small victories. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. That's what you should do. I, if, I may start a tote board in here in yeah. the studio. Yep. And, and gentlemen, by all means... I know you're not going to call now because I know you haven't been right in an argument anytime <laughs> recently with your wife. My guess is you're gloating about your being correct in this particular dispute. Uh-huh. May resolve in another dispute which you have no prayer of winning. 
Exactly. It's a good chance. Yes, but yes. Uh, so I, I do want to celebrate this one. So I think you know, so. Yes. Yeah. So gentlemen, uh, you can always let us know, and we can kind of start a, <laughs> a running tally here in yes. the studio of when guys were actually right in arguments with their spouse. To be honest with you, you're rank, you're, you're averaging once a month, so pretty good. Not too bad. No, not at all. Hey, buddy, it's Jesse. It's time for you guys to time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Alicia from Chandler on the phone with us, and she is going to play trying to win a Port of Subs $25 gift card. Port of Subs is your neighborhood sandwich shop. Now, your job is going to listen to three English statements, and one of those will be the correct translation of a Spanish statement that we start out with. Are you ready? I got it. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. No vayas al baño en un sueño es una trampa. Did you hear that? Let me hear it one more time. Sure can. No vayas al baño en un sueño es una trampa. Alicia, that does translate into English. It's one of the following. Is it A, the adjective for metal is metallic, but not so for iron, which is ironic. <laughs> B, real friends talk sh- to your face and say nice things about you behind your back. Or C, do not go to the bathroom in a dream. It's a trap. <laughs> Which one is it, Alicia? I'm going to have to go with C. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yep. Have you ever been trapped? Yep, that's a good one. Uh, many times. Yes. Oh, yes. boy. Yep. All righty. Well, hang on the line. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to okay, hold you up. You. Hang on, we'll get you taken care of. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. We're a little late, but we'll roll out here with the big three at nine. Even though it's 9.09, it's two for Tuesday with Mark and Neanderthal. So, I'm going to give you some interesting sound clips from today. For instance, Arnold Schwarzenegger was making some of the rounds, and uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. And It's not a Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel asked him if he had watched the... Sunday night telecast of the Academy Awards. The reason why I only watched one third was because it was so boring. <laughs> I'm telling you, so I, I basically just turned it off and uh, I just couldn't watch it anymore because there was so much talent there on the stage, but it was so boring. I think the next time they should take it to Muscle Beach and have the Oscars on Muscle Beach. What do you think about that? That's not a bad idea. You know, the Oscars were so low rated this year. Um, that I think a lot of people did the same thing and churned it off midway through. Like <laughs> I churned it off. Churned I, it I off. couldn't watch it anymore. Yep. I, you know, it's interesting. I um, I don't know if they were bad or not because I ended up watching something else because I hadn't seen any of the movies that were nominated for the Academy Awards. But I'm so used to and so desensitized by looking at social media, which just dumps on everything that I don't know if they were good or bad, but if you look at social media, you know, there could be a cure for cancer and somebody would find fault with it. <laughs> so I don't know. Right. I don't know if the Academy Awards were actually bad this year because I've heard both sides of that. Yeah. I've heard some people say, hey, I like the format. I like the way they're doing it. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, obviously, the Glenn Close thing is getting a lot of a lot of interest and 
how certain people reacted to their to their wins and things like that. But I, is Arnold right? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, not a lot of people did. Yeah, so it was a big cl- a guess, big club yeah. you're part of there. And, and you know, Arnold probably turns it off a third of the way through too because he's never going to be nominated. So why is he watching? So, uh, LeVar Burton, there's a name we've been hearing a lot lately because a lot of people are behind him that maybe he'll be named the permanent host of Jeopardy. He does have, uh, you know, the guest host gig coming up yeah. fairly soon. Yeah. And uh, and he spoke about the whole thing. Since uh, for a long time, 2013, I tweeted it for the first time how how much I l- would love to have that job when 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 Alex retired. Um, but more than anything, I am eager to put my skills up against those of anyone else in contention um, and then let the chips fall where they may. The important thing for me is that I have an opportunity to compete for the job. And that's all I ever really wanted. Mm. What do you hear there? I hear a guy. Here's what I hear. I hear a guy who wants to earn the job because he's the best at the job, not because people on social media want him to be, not because he's black and there's no black game show hosts or whatever, and I'm sure there are, but um, I hear a guy who says, let me beat everybody else. I hear a guy who says, hey, I've been looking for this job for eight years, and you guys have picked everybody but me to guest host before me, and I want my shot. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think he wants to earn it. And I think no, no, you're no, right no. also. I understand that. But, I mean, yeah. here's a guy, like, like he's he's been saying for eight years, hey, when Alex Trebek retires, here I am. I'd love to do this. I've got experience doing educational stuff. I'm smart. I'm a fan. I would love to do this job. And now Alex Trebek, unfortunately, passes. And everybody forgot about LeVar Burton. It's like, hey, what about the reading rainbow dude? Yeah, I'm, That's me. I've been here, and I, and I want the job. Can I have the job? Can I at least... It's like he's like, you guys aren't even thinking about interviewing me. No. It's, no. it's a weird thing. And, I, and I'm, I'm not going to bring the color thing into it, but I'm just saying, here's a guy that said, if you've got a guy that says, hey, I want the job, I want the job, I want the job, and the job comes open, you should go, well, let's see what this guy has to offer. And All I right. think that's what he's looking for. Yep. So um, we may get an interview in the next couple of weeks with Nancy Wilson from Heart. She and her sister both have solo albums out. Yeah, you're going to have to do the, 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 the majority of the interview because of the restraining order. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Now, Nancy Wilson from Heart talked about her relationship, friendship with Eddie Van Halen and the fact that she gave him a present a ways back. Back in the 80s when I gave him his first acoustic guitar and the next morning he called my hotel room and said, listen to this and played me this beautiful beautiful piece of music that was very almost classical and then it got kind of rock in the middle after he left us somebody asked me to do an instrumental so then i said okay i will dedicate it to edward van halen and she did yeah that is on the new album what's it called uh the the song is called for edward and and we'll play a little bit of it here because it does have it's interesting she mirrors what eddie van halen played for her she said it's something that was a little classical and it gets a little rocky going and this is Nancy Wilson Yep, paying tribute to Edward Van Halen. I'm just mad that he had her hotel room. I, I agree. I, I mean, Jesus. Why couldn't I have? I, uh, I get it. Still, <laughs> to this day, thus the restraining order. That has a little Dance the Night Away feel to it. A little? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And, and Nancy Wilson, arguably one of the most underrated guitar players in rock history. Yeah. Because she can play. 
And you can hear it right now. Yeah. Okay, that'll be that's on her new album. Yeah. And that is the big three at nine here at 100.7 KSLX. Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 